Comma V. Audio log day of looking for May. Current GPS coordinates, better known as bumfuck nowhere in the dust. Biggest update in the last 24 hours is that my solar packs are finally working again. I ripped some wiring out of an old Mustang I passed in a ditch off to the side of the road and managed to reclose the circuit. Looks like something out of a sixth grader spark fun kit, but it works. And that means I was able to recharge my recorder's batteries. So I can start journaling while moving again. I seriously underestimated how much daylight I would waste sitting down to log on paper each day. Also means I was able to recharge my radio, so I can start putting out calls again. I was finally making some real progress when it copped out on me. Someone named... Jackie... Dance? Said they saw a person matching May's description about four weeks ago, south of the canyon cutback. Apparently trying to find a way across it. Something about there being an endangered species of weed on the other side? that she just had to get to, which is just so insanely her. So, yeah, even though he didn't catch her name, I'm willing to bet it was her. He was just about to relay the exact coordinates where he last saw her when that fucking dust storm hit and I had to lay low. By the time the air had cleared enough to catch a signal, my battery was completely fried, and half the solar pack's wiring had been caked with dust. Just wrecked. Whatever, doesn't matter. I knew there'd be setbacks. There's always setbacks out here. I've been calling around all day to reconnect with Jackie, but I lost signal almost a week ago. I'm sure he's out of range by now. I'm hoping some other people by the canyon may have seen her, so I'm heading that way. It's slim, but it's the only lead I got. I just keep thinking about it, because it's weird. Her being at the canyon four weeks ago puts her right on schedule, but at that point, she would have already been radio silent for at least five days. May can be a bit of a space cadet. May, by the way, if you're listening to this in the future, I say this with so much love, babe. But she wouldn't forget to radio in for five days in a row. At the very least, she would call in for me to put Chive on the phone so she could talk to him and hear his demonic, like, half-growls back. I still can't believe she saw that ugly little mutt stuck in a box and was really like, Thank you. I'll be taking that. Did you know he wasn't even really stuck? The box had just fallen over his eyes and he couldn't figure out how to take it off. God, only Meg could love something that stupid. Guess that's how she can love me. But she hasn't called for Chive. And it's just so not like her. I don't know. For a while there, I thought maybe her radio just copped out and she got stuck by a storm or something really important came up. But now, as time goes on, and I learn more and more, I'm getting a really bad feeling. Where is that coming from? It doesn't sound like a car engine, and this train's too rough for any normal off-roader. Except... Crap. I really hope I'm wrong. Okay, uh, I'm currently camped out behind a west-facing ridge about three days from the southeast side of the canyon cutback. And unless I'm wrong, and I'm really hoping I'm wrong, there are ATVs coming from the east, which can only mean... vultures. No other group would be as cocky or as stupid as to make themselves that known while traveling through here. I thought their territory didn't start for at least a few more miles, but I guess they must have expanded out in the last year. <sighs> Lucky me. I'm gonna stop recording for a while. According to some reports Santos got a few months ago, apparently some vultures snagged an old modified radar tech, and now they can pin down any active electronic signals. 
I'm gonna have to go full blackout for a bit. Finish this log later. Wish me luck, future me. Those bedtime blues getting you down? The witching hour hit, yet you can't seem to hit the hay? Well, fret no more. Book a one-way ticket to Dreamland with the sweet slumber Morpheus patch. Stop rubbing those red eyes, and instead count some sheep. New from Evotero's Leisure Pharmaceutical line, this melatonin-infused adhesive patch is carefully engineered to release a steady supply of melatonin over the course of eight hours, leading to the perfect night of sleep. Because in these uncertain times, the last thing you want to be uncertain about is a good night of sleep. Sweet dreams. Hey, cold again? Not gonna lie, things did not go well. I forgot my watch has a GPS in it, and I think that's what they latched onto. Totally fine. Nothing I can't handle. Get back here, bitch, and apologize for shooting my brother's ear off. Catch up and apologize for being such a little bitch. Why'd I do that? Bitch! Hey, Reg! Does this mean I'm holing out? Shut up! Stop putting your finger through the hole. Jesus. Oh, cool. They're idiots. So if I die, I die by the hands of an idiot. Which is always how I figured I'd go out. I just thought they'd be my idiot hands. But, yeah, anyways, yeah. Nothing I can't handle. If I can make myself really not worth the scavenge, they'll leave me alone. May have been easier to convince them of that before I shot one of the ears off, though. Fuck. Okay, yeah, new plan. Vultures are notoriously lazy. They'll be hard-pressed to chase me on foot. If I can just get somewhere their ATVs can't follow. Bingo. There's a Mesa about, like, 50 feet away. I'm going to be out in the open, but if I can get over there, I should be able to find cover using some of the rock spirals and climb up high enough so that I'm out of range. Hopefully they won't follow. And if they do, hopefully they can't climb and shoot. Not a great plan, I'll admit, but hey, you work with what you got. And there's only, like, four vultures. I've had worse odds. Gonna stop recording now for a bit. Be right back. You know? Probably. Well, hey there, sugar. Times do be hard out here in the dust, aren't they? You never know what kind of nasty sci-fi freaked up critters are out there rooting through your gardens, burrowing in your backyard, scurrying through your air ducts, just wreaking havoc on your doomsday room's external foundations. It's overwhelming, and sometimes you need to ask others for help. Sometimes you need to go to the professionals. And that's why you should go to the McLean family. That's right. The McLean family of Duncan McLean Family Small Mutation Management has been management low-level animalistic mutations since before you were born. Well, really only for the last five years. If you want those pesky mutations crushed, destroyed, eradicated, then you want Duncan McLean Family Small Mutation Management. That's true. Radio in now and get a complimentary beef food threat level evaluation. For free. Now that's a good deal. The Duncan McLean family, call in now. Have one of my fresh baked cookies while you're here. Well, I'm still alive. Surprised? I am. It's been about three hours since the end of my last recording. Night fell and I've been picking rock shrapnel out of my arm for the last hour and a half. Made it to the mess in one piece, but those idiots kept shooting way after I was out of range. I think they eventually ran out of ammo though, because they left about... 20 minutes ago, but I don't want to chance it. I'm going to hold up here for a few more hours to make sure they're not lurking around. Probably pop down closer to midnight. 
I saw the vultures take off west, which, unfortunately, is the direction I need to go. But I'm really not in the mood to climb another rock formation anytime soon, so I'm going to head north, try and skirt the territory. That's going to add days to my trip. I don't really have any other options, though. <sighs> I forgot what it's like to be out here, all on my own, moving constantly. I've been in Incasa for nearly two years now, and even before that, I had May. I forgot how lonely it can be out here. At least you can see the stars. There was a time right before the world fell apart that I thought I might never see them again. They were so blocked out by smog and light pollution. That's something you can really count on the end of the world taking care of, I guess. Light pollution. There's silver lining to everything. May loved the stars. First time I met her was because of the stars. I was temporarily traveling with this family from Kansas, and we had set up camp for the night with this other group that was traveling the other way. Despite the fact that we had walked for hours, I couldn't fall asleep. Not a particularly unusual problem for me. I've been having trouble sleeping since I was a kid. So, I decided to do what I normally do when that happens and take a walk instead. I almost tripped over her in the semi-dark. She was laying in the grass, staring up at the sky, and she invited me to join her. We lied there for hours. She told me about each star and each constellation, and how on the first day of winter, she always makes sure to say welcome back to Orion, since he disappears each summer. The same way her mom used to. And as I laid there, listening to her talk, I remember it being the first time I had felt calm, truly calm, in years, just completely at peace. Next thing I knew, I fell asleep. Next day, when we broke camp and the two parties were preparing to go their separate ways, I said goodbye to the family from Kansas. I've been traveling with May ever since. God, I get sappy after 9pm. I better grab some sleep before I head out, in case those douchebags are still lurking around, and I gotta book it from them tomorrow. Sorry this log was kind of long. A lot happened today. I'll keep you updated as I keep going. In May. Wherever you are. Sweet dreams. Thank you for tuning into Station 10 Nowhere. For credits and updates, follow us on social media at Station 10 Nowhere. That's Station O-N-E-O-H Nowhere and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I'll catch you on the airwaves.